The journey to anywhere always starts with the first step of a series toward a vision of possibilities. No adventurer expects sunshine, roses, and a gentle path along the way. In many situations, the expectations are little more than a hope for better or resolve. Most challenges arise without any playbook to reference or a help desk to call. Merely determined, impassioned men and women ever adapting to a fast, evolving idea of bringing an industry from the darkness to the light. The canvas industry has hit America and the world like the perfect wave. The metaphorical example of the lifetime set for the surfer. Excitement for the opportunity to ride it. Fearful of putting everything on the line. A wave that leaves victims and victories for the few who can endure it. For the pioneers and practitioners, the common goal for all is to see the expansion of the canvas craze into every reach and most especially without repercussions. People around the globe are inspired and intrigued by the mysteries of this famed plant. Welcome everyone to Pot Talk, where you learn everything you wanted to know about cannabis but didn't know to ask. I'm your host, Fish, and can't be more excited to say welcome to our 10th episode. And this is our also our season finale for the first season. We've made it. Uh, thanks, everyone. Super excited. Cheers. Uh, the thing I shared before, one of the main purposes or kind of the goal I've had of Pot Talk in the beginning, and thought I'd just kind of share a little bit of the story first about how I've even got into this whole industry at this point. And it started with, uh, I'll share with you the first, the, uh, the first plant I ever saw in my life was not too long ago. And at the time, it was at the very beginning of the recreational industry with here, here in Washington State. At the time, they had a kind of dual market going on between the medical world and the recreational world. And I had just got my medical card, which gave me permission to grow plants and be a care provider. This the very beginning of the, the industry here in Washington State. It only had a few stores open. And a friend of mine who, Matt, you've all met Matt, and he's done a, a couple podcasts with us here before. And we've worked together in a number of different opportunities within the industry. So he was kind of my quasi-Sherpa, if you will, within the whole uh, canvas industry or getting familiarized canvas because I come from a background where I knew nothing. And so I saw my first plant when he and a couple of friends of ours called up and said, hey, we got you some plants. We're bringing them over to your house. You know, because I just got my medical card. So now I was able to have some plants and they were bringing me over plants for the first time. And I got a call one uh, early afternoon in March, a beautiful sunny day. Matt saying, hey, we're on our way with some plants. And I immediately had a heart, you know, a panic attack. And because I just, I had no idea what to do. I, everything I'd known up to that point in my life was cannabis was evil. It was devil's lettuce. 
bad things happen and whatever was about to happen with these plants was not going to be good. <laughs> so lo and behold, not too, 10, 15 minutes later, as I'm beginning to sweat profusely and not knowing what to do, I'm standing outside in front, in the front of my house at the time and Matt and a couple of other buddies, they come around the corner in this minivan with uh, loaded up with plants in the back of it. Had no no tinted windows on it whatsoever. Uh, bright and sunny, as I mentioned, and come pulling up just like they were on a casual Sunday afternoon drive. And I just <laughs> pulled up into the driveway, jumped out and said, "Hey, we got your plants!" And started offloading plants. And uh, that was the first time I saw plants. And at the time, I just knew that these guys that they had driven 45 minutes across town. And I just knew that the DEA was coming right behind them and a trail of cop cars. The, the police helicopter was going to be above us in just a matter of time. And you know, the whole world up to that point, that was about to be over. And thankfully, that did not happen because the, the laws have been developed the way that they are. And uh, everything was with, within permissions, of course. But uh, it was quite the, quite the experience at the moment. And that was my first plant. So I never saw a plant before growing up as a child. And I grew up in, in the deep south of the U.S. <clears throat> and we didn't, you know, that is not something that you saw around in, in our neighborhoods and, and the areas where I grew up. And so that was my first plant experience. And uh, from there, within a couple, they showed me how to cut a clone. And I started cutting clones for other medical patients and distributing to some of the local dispensaries around here in Washington. And six months later, lo and behold, I was standing on a stage in Las Vegas in front of four or 5,000 people uh, trying to pitch the concept of how you can do a plant nursery, a commercial plant nursery within the cannabis industry. That's how new the industry was at the time. Uh, you're talking uh, just a few months into the thing, and no one at the time knew anything. Obviously, I didn't. And within you know, a few short months, I was standing on stage in front of thousands of people who, in their, in their mind, I was a subject matter expert, which clearly I barely knew what color the plant was. And uh, so very interesting. That's kind of where we, how fast things have evolved in terms of where we come from within the industry. Uh, since that time, ended up helping build a million-dollar cannabis brand and thought from, from this whole experience, not to make it about fish and my experience going through the canvas industry but as much as to say how fast this thing evolves and to share some of the things that people may not be aware of uh, because it can be quite intimidating especially when we come from a position of thinking everything was bad and dark about the plant to learn that now they're creating great opportunities and great benefits to what this, the, the plant can do for us so i thought by doing pot talk after having been around the industry for a few years, that what a great way to maybe go out and show folks who knew what I knew, which was nothing, or knew very little, although I think I was probably the worst. Uh, I can't imagine there's any more, more naive than I was. To uh, share a little bit about what the behind-the-scenes canvas world looks like, some of the decisions that people have to go through, the challenges that they're, they're faced with in trying to make this fast-evolving industry work, uh, we those within it often quit that 
is similar to dog years where every you know one year is like seven. Uh, it seems to be how the pace at which things evolve. So I thought by being able to get out and just show some folks and introduce some folks to the inside of the industry, it might pass along some knowledge. And for those folks who are looking to maybe possibly get into the industry as it continues to grow, uh, this might be a at least a lead in for being able to go find and get some answers to some preliminary questions in terms of what it is you may want to do. So that was kind of the whole point of uh, the pot talk, how we got, kind of got to this point. And so for this this final episode, we're not since a this season finale, and let's not say final, season finale, uh, for season one, I uh, wanted to just kind of do a recap and look forward to what we're going to kind of continue to do in the future because there's so much to cover within this industry uh, that we're, we're barely just scratching the surface. And so uh, with that, uh, try to, to look at what we captured so far. That was kind of the original goal uh, based on a recommendation from a, an article I read online was to do uh, come up with a, a, a 10 episode season, if you will, as kind of the starting point. And from that, we can kind of go back and sit down and do some after action reflection and find out where we can make improvements and what we need, what we can do to make it a better program. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the effort and the goal. Uh, so just kind of looking back and you know, this, this is now number 10. So cheers to everyone. Thanks for your support thus far. And looking back, you know, thus thus far on our podcast specifically, we talked, we've looked at the indoor versus outdoor growing, and a lot of the business decision that goes in behind that. Because a lot of folks who get into the cannabis industry, they have to look at, they have to make that decision. If they want to be on the cultivation side or the production side, they don't want to go indoor versus outdoor. And of course, a lot of that, as we discussed, is driven by the legal considerations based on the state that you're in. Uh, every state has different regulations, per, whether they permit uh, outdoor growing, which that's the less, least common permitted, how do we say that? The least commonly permitted method of growing is outdoor, although it is the preferred growing method, as those who participate in the industry continue to learn that like most things, that we cultivate within our world or within our life, we do outside because that's where the sun's at and that's where it makes sense. And we've definitely learned that within the cannabis industry that it's much cheaper, much more economical to grow cannabis outdoors than it is indoor. Um, not to say that you can't do both and we kind of touch on that, but we got into some of the decision makings behind the benefits and pros and cons between indoor versus outdoor growing. We also touched on, we did a specific episode just on pesticide use and how both indoor and outdoor growers utilize pesticides within their growing programs. We touched on some of the, the more concerning aspects of pesticide use in terms of product efficacy, safety, for public safety, and how companies are incorporating pesticides, but also making sure they're staying compliant with uh, state regulations and ensuring they're providing a safe product to consumers. We did a number of discussions on the medical and recreational market, did some compare, comparisons between the two, a lot about how each one is regulated. And we one of the things we touched on primarily is about how medical markets are regulated, typically by a state's Department of Health versus 
recreational states where the recreational programs typically are monitored by what is considered now like a, a liquor slash kind of cannabis board or the same department that was typically managing alcohol permits and regula regulations within the state are also now kind of adopting or absorbing those responsibilities associated with managing the cannabis industry within their state. So kind of we test on kind of two different worlds and how each one's regulated slightly differently. Uh, we also talked about you know, product safety within the two markets and how you know within the more regulated market being the recreational market tends to have a, an opportunity to provide a more safe product because of the testing requirements. Although we did talk about how not all states are requiring testing. And this is something that we're all going to have to look forward uh, and review as we keep developing this industry. As each state, different states start coming online and as states develop their programs, uh, product safety is going to continue to be of paramount interest in how we can constantly improve that. And we talked about a lot about the opportunities. I mentioned, I shared my personal one with doing uh, clones within the, the medical market and how you can benefit other patients who are in need of plants or other dispensaries who are able to provide plants to other patients. And we've talked a number of different examples of and, and stories, like anecdotes, I guess, if you will, about the progression of legalization across the states, uh, how to make changes. One of the things we tried to emphasize in this first season is, especially this, this being an election year, is to get out and, and be involved. And it doesn't take you having to be the first pioneer within your state to go around and start collecting petitions from everyone or those you can. But it doesn't mean you can't be the person who signs a petition or either. That you definitely can do. You can seek out how to go do that because that's, in the end, is of critical importance. If you want to see legalization within your respective state, it takes signatures and it takes effort. And a lot of that uh, starts to come with signing the petition to get things put on a bill for voting, for voters to consider. So when you, if you answer, if that is something that you're interested in or passionate about, or you would like to see within your state, uh, I can't emphasize enough that you make sure you check out your department of health, check out your, your state to find out what they're looking to put on their, uh, on your ballots for this year. Uh, in, in most states, there's still plenty of time. A lot of states don't require you submit petitions for legislative actions until like late June, sometimes early July. So there's still time left to, to make these things happen. If that's what you want to see, you got to get up off your seat and make it happen. Get your name out there and sign, sign a petition. We did a few episodes or did some episodes and some point parts of episodes on the job opportunities. We did a special episode on bud tenders alone. And for those, for a lot of folks, that's a point of entry in terms of getting into the industry. And there's a lot of fun opportunities with that. You go a lot of different places. There's a lot of, a lot of growth opportunities, especially as we're starting to see uh, more change, I guess, if you will, for lack of a better way of saying, store change. So you'll see stores that have four or five, six similar name stores or partnering stores. And so that creates some managerial opportunities. And we're starting to see more and more of these types of opportunities develop and shift their way down as the industry can grows and also just kind of this first season we did a number of uh what i refer to as informative videos 
Started off with Pot 101. That The thought behind that was just to show folks who maybe never knew uh, anything about cannabis. How does it go from being a plant into a pot? Pot bud or nug, whatever we want to call it. And end up into a, a finished consumable product. Uh, that for me was something I didn't know. I had no idea. I assumed the, the, the infamous or the ubiquitous plant pot leaf that we see, like we have in the Pot Talk logo, was, was the thing of interest. And only to learn that that was the thing of least interest. <laughs> it was the bud that we're looking for. Uh, so the, the informative videos, those are just meant to be nice little segments to introduce you know a part or aspect of what it takes just for the basic of the cannabis industry to work. You know, obviously the cannabis industry can't work without cannabis. So at some point there has to be some farming and some growing of plants involved somewhere. And so we'd able to take a look at that, some of the points of that. Now, just some did you know information, like the life cycle of a cannabis plant, how cannabis is made or cannabis oil is produced. Uh, did a couple examples of uh, opportunities for folks who are looking to do something in the industry. One specifically, the economics of a plant nursery. This is something I, I personally did <clears throat> in the medical market. And with 33 plus states now having medical markets, that opportunity exists in other places as well. So there's something, if you haven't seen that, make sure you check out that video. So that's kind of what we covered all in, in thus far season one. So with that, I definitely got to throw out you know thanks to all the folks who helped participate in season one, uh, who, who participated in all the podcasts, who helped behind, behind the scenes, who passed on information. I won't bore everyone with <clears throat> a by name list of people. Uh, other, I do want to mention at least two people. One is, is Rich Clark, which we did an episode on with uh, indoor and outdoor growing. Rich has been such a great friend, and he's opened up his door in his house, and he'll continue to do so. Let us come in and just. Uh, take videos and do learning points and you know, ask questions and research. And he, he's such a great gentleman. We appreciate his time and his family's time for letting us come out and just work on his farm. And look forward to doing some more, and we will. And my other one is just my my, my number one dude. Uh, my my uh, go-to Sherpa is my main man, Matt. I've known Matt longer than anyone else in, in the canvas industry. And he has been... Beyond is exceptional. He's just a great human being, exceptional dude, and one of the smartest people within the cannabis industry. And I've been very fortunate, I feel like, to have had the opportunity just to share and interact with him in both you know, personal and professional uh, circumstances. And I can't help him but thank Matt enough for how uh, even Pot Talk get to where it is today because there's a lot of discussions with Matt about you know, what people may be interested in and what to look for what to consider. And, uh, so thanks, dude. You, my man. Appreciate it, man. So that was season one. So looking forward. So uh, definitely not done. There's, as I mentioned, there's a whole lot of things we want to cover in in Pod Talk. It's a, it's a fast-evolving industry. There's uh, plenty of opportunities, ripe of opportunities. People come out and pioneer new ideas. So we're looking forward. Uh, we're going to continue doing some more informative videos. I'm still working on some. I have a, a making edibles video. It's going to be coming out very, very shortly. I'm going to get, do some information on breeding, how to do plants breeding, which is very interesting. If you're, those of you who do any 
anything with your home gardening for your flowers, especially tulips. You're going to find some of this stuff very interesting. Uh, we talked about some of the outdoor growing tricks and secrets. Uh, right now, this is the season. We're just getting into May, and this is the season for outdoor farms to start planting and to start getting the full swing into the whole outdoor crop. So we have a lot of interesting things we can tap into this summer. I'm going to take you out showing some light depth examples and light deprivation and what how farmers can trick plants in mid-season to go into flower. Uh, we'll do some we'll do an episode on harvesting so you get to see how backbreaking it is for harvesting and what farms have to go through. Not just cannabis farms, but all farms. Uh, there always comes a harvest season for every crop and you get to see a first-hand example of the grueling hours people put in to take down a couple acres worth of cannabis. And we're going to do a, a few high-tech farm tours. There's a number of indoor farms out there now that have gotten really, really super high-tech. And they kind of shown where you still can produce a high-quality, profitable product indoors. Uh, not everything is getting shifted to outdoors. We'll just take a couple of farm tours you get to see what some of these high-tech farms are doing to produce this high-quality, consistent, uh, medical-grade cannabis, if you will. A lot of people refer to it as medical-grade. Uh, in terms of Season 2 podcast, we're going to uh, reach out and start connecting with some other states. Uh, even if we have to do you know, online, virtual podcast or start reaching out from, to folks in other states if you're in another state and you would like to help put together a podcast by all means reach out because that would be very interesting i think to a lot of folks to hear the differences between states uh, look at we're gonna get out and do a a podcast with a, a product testing center and this would be informative on two points really i think it's one you kind of get to learn what it is they're testing for. So when you get a package, if you, for those of you who are in, in states that have required testing programs, and you see the, the statistic or the data on the, on the package, it tells you like its potency, where it's farmed from, all those sorts of things, et cetera. And we'll, we'll touch into what do those things actually mean? What does THCA mean? What does CBD mean? What does CBG mean? CBN, uh, all those things. We're, We'll touch on what those things are, and then we'll touch on pesticides, because that is going to be a continued point of interest for states as they continue to develop their programs. Um, as we mentioned before in the pesticide podcast in season one, there's no required pesticide testing as of yet for all product. There's random testing, there's a, an option to test, but no one's doing mandatory testing as of yet, and it trying to figure out how to best incorporate that because the economics of it certainly come into play. Uh, but we have to make sure we have a safe product. And so states and regulatory officials are trying to figure out how to best incorporate pesticide testing. So we're going to do a specific podcast just on testing. Then we'll jump into some more canvas careers. We're going to do a, a podcast with some re human resource officials up here who do staff, like staffing agency for the canvas industry, uh, education, they're starting to pop up educational opportunities for folks to teach classes. You can even start taking classes online. Uh, some classes are offered by local colleges now. Then one we definitely want to jump into 
to do a, a special podcast on the CBD and hemp craze and how this is fastly sweeping the U.S. I get a, a lot of folks are asking about uh, how do I get into the, the hemp industry because now if I got the farm bills allow me to grow hemp, I like to grow hemp. And I'll just share one thing before we get into that one, before we uh, do that episode. Is just something to think about before we do it. Is ask yourself, have you ever grown an acre of anything in your life? If you haven't, that might be the first challenge you want to consider before you start thinking about wanting to go turn 100 acres of field into a hemp farm. But we're going to jump into that. Uh, there are opportunities with it. I would talk about branding as someone who's gone through and built a cannabis brand. I'll bring some folks in and talk about branding within the cannabis industry. And then what I'm really, really looking forward to is I'm going to result or jump into and present and solve the myth about sativa and indica. That's right. The myth of indica and sativa. So that'd be all on a future podcast. So yeah, a lot, lot to cover in the future. Uh, there, there's so many things about this industry that are yet to be covered. And we've got plenty of things we can jump into. Can't wait to get, get into them. Uh, we obviously all got some challenges now. Life a little bit more challenging than it is in terms of mobility. But as things start to seem like they're opening back up for us a little bit, then we're going to maybe get back out and do some more on-site uh, videos and continue to get our podcasts out there and meet with some folks in the industry, bring them to you. Uh, so if you got any ideas or questions, especially questions, if you got questions about the industry or you got things that you would like to see, please shoot them to us and we'll do our best to get them out there. And if it's uh, make a little short video on it, we'll do it. If it's just get out and go meet someone and get a particular point of interest question answered, we'll go do that too. But for everyone, we just want more than anything, just thank you for sharing with joining us, uh, making this pot talk possible. This is our 10th and uh, first season in the can. I thank everyone for joining us. And if nothing else, please, please get out there and share. I know there's others out there who are looking for this type of information. So please, please share away. Tell folks about Pot Talk and reach out to us and stay, stay connected with us. Get on pottalk.org and get linked with all our social media outlets, our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, and Instagram, where we're going to keep on posting regularly so you want to stay connected and stay plugged in with us all. Appreciate y'all. Y'all stay safe out there. Peace.